This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Parashat Ve'etze starts with what ends in the previous parasha, Parashat Toldot. And this is how Rashi says, Ve'etze Yaakov in Be'er Shava ve'elech Charana. Why did Yaakov go to Haran? Well, we know that he went to look for a wife as Yitzchak commanded him not to marry any girls from Canaan, but rather go and find somebody from his family. But in the previous parashara, she tells us, there were a couple of psukim that are not connected to that story. Rashi says that when you take a look at the end of the parasha, it's talking about Esav getting married. What's the connection to that? Rashi says, he just stopped over here with those couple of psukim because Esav made the calculation that if Yitzchak commanded Yaakov not to marry from Bnot Knan, he shouldn't also marry from Bnot Knan. He should listen to his father. So therefore he went and he married from Bnot Ishmael. Let's see Rashi inside. Ve'etzei Yaakov mi'be'er Shava. Rashi says, al-yedeh she'bishvil she'raot Bnot Knan b'nei Yitzchak aviv, alach Esav el-Ishmael. Esav saw that the girls of Canaan are no good in his father's eyes, so therefore he went to Ishmael. Because of that, there was a hefset. Hefsika inan beparshato shel Yaakov. Uktiv vayar esav kiberach. Mishigamar chazar leinan arishon. Now that he finished those ideas that spoke to us about what esav did, he came back to the main story of the Torah, and that is the story of Yaakov getting married. But, we have to take a look and analyze whatever happened with esav. What did he do? Well, that, as we said, it's all the way in the end of last week's parasha. Rashi tells us. And let's see, over there it says that when Esav overheard that the girls of Canaan are no good, he went to marry Ishmael's daughter. It says over there that Rashi says, last Rashi and last week's parasha, which means he married a wicked girl. Well, anybody that's reading the parasha doesn't understand. He wants to listen to his father not to marry a bad girl from Canaan. So what does he do? He goes all the way to marry now the daughter of Ishmael, which Rashi tells us is also a rasha, it's also a wicked girl. If that's the case, what are you gaining? You're running away from Canaan to go to somewhere that has also a wicked girl. What's the idea behind it? Well, let's just start understanding what happens over there. The story over there tells us that Yitzchak is commanding Yaakov to go and marry a girl. But there's two things. There's a tzivui, a command, and then also there's an advice. Let's hear it inside. Yitzchak calls Yaakov, There's a command. Do not marry a girl from the daughters of Canaan. Over here, the girls here are no good. You're not allowed to marry any girls from here. Then he tells him, Which means, this is an advice. It's not anymore a command. How do I know that? Well, we'll see that the Stula Shonot, later on, also, that when Esav hears, he hears that, He heard only that. He heard only the command. And it says right before then, in, in Pasuk Vav, Only those were the command. And this is how also the Natsiv brings down in, in Emek Davar. He says that there's two things here. There's 
what we call a command and what we call an advice. And this is how he writes. After Rivka, it's not, it's not only a work of Tzchak Avinu, it's also Rivka. Rivka was very passionate about it, by the way, because the Psukim beforehand, Rivka goes and starts speaking to Yitzchak very, very strongly. I can't live if my son Yaakov will marry a girl from Bnot Chet. I don't need life. I, I, I don't want my life anymore if he's going to marry such a girl. This is how we found. Right afterwards, we see that Yaakov Avinu gets the command from his father. So what does it say over there? Two things. Says the Netziv Nehemek Davar, There's also a warning here, and a command, and also an advice. What are they? Do not marry a girl from here, from the daughters of Canaan. That is a command. That's not. That's his azhara. It's a warning. It's a tzivui. The kum lech, go to my family, u'etza. That's an advice. And it says in Midrash Rabbah, Shomea le'etza chacham ze Yaakov. It's an advice, and he heard the advice, and he listened. That's Yaakov. It's because he was wise, says the Midrash Rabbah. That's what happens. So, therefore, we need to realize that when Esav follows his father's command, he doesn't follow the advice. He just listens to this, that I should not marry from Benot Canaan. That was the command that Yitzchak gave to Yaakov. Esav overheard that. He says, wow, if that's a command for Yaakov, I'm going to take that to myself as well. But what about the advice? He ignores the advice. Yaakov goes and follows the advice, but Esav doesn't. To explain that, I, I saw beautiful in this, in, in a Mefaresh on Kohelet, Rav Yosef Kra, he's a Kadmon, Rishon. It says in Kohelet, Perektet, Divrei Chachamim benachat nishmaim, Mizakat Moshel bakesilim. Says Rav Yosef Kra, what does it mean, Divrei Chachamim benachat nishmaim, the words of the wise, when they say it calmly, they are heard. People listen to them. Unlike Zakat Moshel, you have a ruler. He screams, he shouts, he threatens. He's a kasil. It's not going to be listened in the end of the day. Why is that? It says of Yosef Kra that how does it work? The advice, etza chacham noten etza belachash. It's given quietly, whispering to the ear of the person, which means it's not said loud. You have to explain like this. Yaakov Avinu and Esav were brothers. Yitzchak Avinu loved both of them. We see, we see in the parasha that he loved the Sav. And he wanted to raise both of them correctly to the right path and the right way. But Tzrak Avinu knew how to educate kids. He knows that each kid gets a different kind of treatment. Some kids, you can speak to them, to them directly and tell them what you want from them. And they would listen. Some kids, they, they, they hardly listen. You have to find ways of how to get to their heart. It doesn't mean that they're bad kids. But there's different systems of how to speak to each kid because some people hear in one way when the other kids don't hear it in that way and they don't listen. It doesn't get to their heart. For example, you want to tell your son 
to do something. You send him to do something. Sometimes you can do it and just ask him to do it and he'll run to do it. Those are one type of children. Yaakov Avinu was such a child. He was ishtam, simple, tam. You, t- you ask him to do something, he would do it. Give him an advice, he would listen. He's ishtam. And he's smart, smart for that because it's wisdom to be tam. It's not done because of ignorance. It's not done because a person is... Because it's wise for a person to listen to wise people, somebody who's older than you and more and smarter than you, like Yitzchak. So he tells you something, you want to listen to his advice, you understand, and he knows much better than you. Come to your son and you tell him, don't marry a girl from Bernot Khan, go marry from a family. So the advice that you told him, go and marry from the family, he knows that that is good for him. Say, people that in Shaduchim have their own desires, what they, want to, what they want to marry. They have their own list of uh, things that's important for them. But sometimes the parent look at that list, or an older person, or a rabbi, and he says, those things are nonsense. They don't make any sense. I mean, it's, some things are nice in them, but that's not what's important in life. That's not what's going to make you happy. That's not going to build your life. So... You give him an advice. A smart person would listen. They know much better than me. Let's do as they say. But Exil would not do that. So Esav wouldn't listen so easily. So Yitzchak knew that in order to speak to Yaakov and listen, you have to speak directly. But with Esav, you can't speak directly. And that teaches us how to speak to children. So when Yitzchak speaks to Yaakov, he speaks in a way that not only Yaakov listens, but also Esav. How does he do it? is a loud voice. He commends him. Esav listens to that. He hears that. Even if he wasn't there, but he went around and eventually he got to his ears. But what about the next part? Says the Netziv, that was advice. Advice. We said already, that's what Rabbi Yosef says. Which means this was done not in a way, not loud, in a way that the Sav would be able to hear. Because of that, he didn't know he needs to marry somebody from those family, Mibnot Lavan. And Yitzchak could have done it also purposely. He didn't want Ishmael, he didn't want Esav to marry from Bnot Lavan. He knew that it's not a good shiduch, it's not going to last. So therefore, whatever he wanted the Sav to listen, he said it loudly. Whatever he didn't want, he said it quietly. Now, Esav, he knows that if you commend him directly, it's very hard for him to listen. That's the way it is. Sometimes you you tell a kid, clean your toys. You put them on the spot. They're not in the mood. They don't see a purpose in it. When you ask somebody to do something that he doesn't see the purpose in it, the benefit in it. Why should I clean the toys? It's, it's, it's good over here like that. Tomorrow morning I wake up and they're all around and I don't have to take them out of the box again. And why do I need to clean them? It, it doesn't, it doesn't, a kid doesn't feel any reason why you, he should do what you ask him. And therefore it becomes a burden. Also us. If we need to do something where we don't understand the purpose behind it, it becomes a burden on us. We wouldn't do it. Or very hard for us to do it. So what do you do? You commend the kid and you start uh, arguing with him. That's always destructive because when you argue with a kid or you argue with anybody, you put him to a different side than yours. And on the contrary, you need to bring him in your side and to understand him. Eventually, 
when he's on, in your side, things will, with a harmony, things will work out. But if you put him on the other side and you start rebuking him, you don't clean your toys, you're no good, you look at your brothers, look at any other place, the place is messy, you rebuke him, you put him on the other side, he doesn't see the purpose, and it becomes more res- resilient as time goes not to listen. So, over here, Yitzchak is using the chinuch technique for both of them, in, and he kills two birds at once. One is, he knows that Yaakov will listen to him. And he speaks to Yaakov directly. He tells him, this is a command, not here. And he makes sure that it, the, the message gets also to Esav. Esav, that hears that, he doesn't feel like he was put on the spot, like he was commanded, he was told what to do. Which is something also that many times people would not follow if they told what to do. The people want to feel independent and not being told what to do. So therefore, in Esav, that works better. And Yitzhak knew that. When Esav listens of what's important in his father's eyes, and it's very important for us to understand that kids want to do what their parents would advise them, what they, what they would commend them, or what they would want. Kids want to follow. Sometimes it's hard. Sometimes on the moment they don't want to follow. But if a father or mother keeps on saying it over and over to their children, eventually it sinks in so, so much that he would do as their parent as his parents told him. Just sometimes it doesn't happen right away. Sometimes when a kid is young or a teenager, you don't see that they want to do what they want to do what they want to do. But it stays in their heart. Whatever the parents say have a lot of effect on the kids. Whatever they want have a lot of effect. We not we should always make sure to keep on telling our kids what we want, what we feel is the right way for them. Because even if they don't listen right now, it sinks in so much that eventually it will they will follow it at a certain point, when they grow up a little bit, when they mature a little bit, when they get away, when they get, when they, when they raise from their ch- childhood or their teenager years, and then it settles in them, they would follow that. So that's what happens here. So Esav, when he hears that, he wants to follow his father Esav. That's fine, I'm not marrying from Canaan. But the other thing was an advice. And the, other, the advice he didn't hear, because advice is given belachash. It's not meant to be heard to anybody. So therefore, why did he go to Ishmael? Chazal points us the reason. The Gemara in Bavakam Tzadik Bet tells us exactly why he went to Ishmael. How do you know that a tree, a, 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 a tree that doesn't make any fruits, a fruitless tree, Ilan Srak, what we call, his roots go to the bad trees, to the trees that are dying, to the trees that don't have roots, trees that are not fruitful. How do you know that that's the way usually they grow together? Those trees are, you found them all together in the same area. The Amri Inchi, that's what people say. Where do we find the hint to that in the Torah? So Rabbi Barmari told him, We see that Esav went to Ishmael. Why? It's the same type. This is something that exactly from the same quality, same type. 
and this is what Chazal say, לא לחינם הלך זרזיר אצל עורב, אלא מפני שהוא מינו. Two bad birds, two uh, uh, not quality birds, hang together. When you see, the Sfarim bring down very nicely. Sometimes you see two kids that are exactly the same. And you want to know if one is, a kid, one is better than the other, what they're made of. You see them acting the same, behaving the same. Sometimes in class, you go into the class, all the kids look the same. They all sit down on the desk, and they listen to the rabbi, whatever it is. You want to know if one kid is better than the other, or if there are any bad kids. See who the friends are. Afterwards, after school, go see who they hang out with. If you see the bad kids, hang out with bad kids. The good kids, hang out how to and stay with the quality good kids. That's because And this is how it says in Ben Sira, Sefer Ben Sira, And therefore Esav also, he, he went Ben Adam Badomelo. Who's close to him? Ishmael. Now, we started and asked, why is he gaining by not listening to his father and not marrying from Bnot Canaan and going to Ishmael and marrying Erisha, as we said over here? Well, the truth is, we can answer the way we just started, that Esav only heard the command, so he didn't know. He just heard that he shouldn't marry somebody from Canaan. Canaan were very bad in Midot, and therefore... Don't marry anyone from here. That's, that's, that's understood. But to the point that we need to understand who to marry, that we don't, he didn't hear, something here. So therefore, he went and married whoever he liked. And that was the daughter of Ishmael. But we can say also differently that Yitzhak knew that I can't commend a Sav in any way to go and marry from Dot Lavan. That's not going to work because those were quality girls. And sometimes a bad kid and quality girls, it just doesn't last, doesn't work together, not a match. So therefore, what's the idea? Go and marry somebody from not Ishmael. Why is that? Ishmael, as we learned in the end of Parashat Chaye Sarah, made Teshuvah. Rashi tells us on the Pasuk Vikveruto, Yitzchak Ishmael. They went to bury Avraham Avinu. Who buried him? Yitzchak and Ishmael. Why Yitzchak is before Ishmael in the Pasuk? Says Rashi, Mikan Shasai Ishmael Shuvah, Volikhet Yitzchak Lefanav. Visevat Ovashanemar Beavram. Which means, Ishmael made Teshuvah and let Yitzchak go ahead of him. If he wouldn't do Teshuvah, why didn't So if that's the case, Ishmael is not so bad. So Yitzchak felt that if he goes and marry daughters of Ishmael, it's not so bad. Because Ishmael made Teshuvah at that point already. Ishmael wasn't alive, by the way, the Mforshim. Rashi tells us over here that Ishmael died. He just married her. That's why it says, Achot nevayot. Rashi says over here that, Lamadnu shemet Ishmael mishayada le'esav kodem nisuya, v'siya nevayot achia. He spoke to the Shiduch, and he made the Kiddushim with Ishmael. The Nisuin was with nevayot, her brother. If that's the case, so Yitzchak felt that Ishmael could be his children also good. Because if he made the Shuvah, maybe the children are also good. That left that, op- that option open. When Esav went and saw the daughter of Ishmael, it matched very good for him because she was a Rasha. So Sif Rasha al Rishotav. 
So that's what happens over here, and that's what the beginning of our parasha, because that tells us the theme of what goes on on those parashiot in our parasha. We have somebody who's getting married, that's Yaakov Avinu, and he's going over here in the whole parasha with the story of how he got married, what happened with Rachel, and with Leah, and all the hardship that he went through to marry them. Why is that? Because when you marry somebody good, it's never easy. When you marry somebody good, the shiduch sometimes it's not, it doesn't come so quickly. It's not like you, as soon as you go to shiduchim, you, you find Mrs. Wright. Sometimes you have to go to trouble until you find her. And eventually, it's worthwhile. It was an investment also with children. Not always that you get easily children. Why is that? We see the Avot HaKadoshim had very hard time having children. The Imaot had very hard time having children. Why is that? We see that Hagar had right away, as soon as she married Avraham, right away a child. I heard one time, a beautiful pshat in this, because in order to have Ishmael, like Hagar had, that's no problem. You can have as many as you want. Kechol instantly. No problem at all. It's not worth anything. But you want to have one Yitzchak? One Yitzchak takes years and years of praying, crying, it'alut, a person should elevate himself when he raises himself to high levels with a lot of tefillah, then you get one Yitzchak. One Yitzchak. Because that's quality. Quality doesn't come easily. That's what he tells us over here. Yaakov Avinu had a very hard time getting married and having children. We have a whole story in the whole parasha. But Rashi starts us off right away. That is Yaakov. Because he married good, he married quality. But, you should know, Esav didn't have that problem. Esav went right away to Ishmael. Ishmael said, no problem, I want my daughter, she's yours. And that's it, the whole thing is done. Done deal. Why is that? Because that's easy. Easy comes, and easy goes. And it's not quality, when it's not quality, you can have it right away. That's because, Matzah Minet Mino, so there, we learn over here some Musar from Avot Kedoshim, how to raise children, how to speak to children. And this we can expand also, not only to children, to anybody that we speak to, to anybody that we deal with, whether it's at work or at home or with the wife or the husband. The ways that you speak, you need to analyze first who stands in front of you. Some people, you can talk to them directly and they understand. And it's easier. And sometimes, it doesn't mean that they're bad, but sometimes you have to go around and you speak in circles and it's not direct and you have to speak here and to speak there that it might get to their ears. This is how Yitzchak taught us to raise children. And with that, you gain to have a quality family. Bezrat Hashem. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.